Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm known as the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net and the webalchemist.net and my Empowered Manifestation ebook at empoweredmanifestation.com. Today is the 3rd of April 2021 and the title of today's show is Plandemic Proof, Another False Flag, States Fighting Back. So I wanted to start this week with a really interesting article that summarises everything that we know about this COVID-19 scamdemic and plandemic, um, because it really puts together in one place all the reasons why this is a hoax and it's being used for nefarious purposes. And this is a, an article by StopWorldControl.com. Proof that the pandemic was planned with a purpose. Thousands of medical doctors say the pandemic was planned. A group of almost 1,000 medical doctors in Germany called Doctors for Information, which is supported by more than 7,000 professionals, including attorneys, scientists, teachers, etc., made a shocking statement during a national press conference. The corona panic is a play. It's a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood that we're in the midst of a global crime. This large group of medical experts publishes a newspaper with circulation of 500,000 copies every week to alert the public about the misinformation in the mainstream media about the coronavirus. They also organise mass protests with millions of people throughout Europe. Hundreds of Spanish medical doctors say the pandemic is created. In Spain, a group of 600 medical doctors called Doctors for Truth made a similar statement during a press conference. COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. This is a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse. We urge doctors, the media and political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. World Doctors Alliance, greatest crime in history. The Doctors for Information and Doctors for Truth have joined forces with similar groups of practitioners around the world in the World Doctors Alliance. This historic alliance connects more than 100,000 medical professionals around the world. They reveal how the pandemic is the greatest crime in history and offer solid scientific evidence for this claim. They also take legal actions against governments who are playing along in this criminal operation. And then there's a video from um, introducing the World Doctors Alliance. World Freedom Alliance Connecting Attorneys. Similarly, the World Freedom Alliance was formed, a network of attorneys, medical experts, politicians, bankers and many other professionals who are working together to expose the COVID crime and who are starting to build a new world of freedom. They want to make sure these kinds of worldwide scams that destroy millions of lives can never occur again. And again, we have a video in, included here, uh, World Freedom Alliance Stockholm. Um, what do they know? Why are thousands of medical experts worldwide saying the pandemic is a global crime? What do they know that we don't? Let's have a look at some interesting facts. Millions of COVID-19 test kits sold in 2017 and 2018. 
The new COVID-19 disease appeared in China towards the end of 2019. That's why it was named COVID-19, which is an acronym for Coronavirus Disease 2019. Data from the World Integrated Trade Solution, however, shows something astonishing. In 2017 and 2018, two years before COVID-19, hundreds of millions of PCR test kits for COVID-19 were distributed worldwide. And it's got a screenshot of the statistics, World Integrated Trade Solution, COVID-19 test kits with the code number 30215, imports by country in 2017. And so it's um, showing a list of countries uh, and the numbers of test kits. Let this sink in for a second. Literally hundreds of millions of COVID-19 test kits were exported and imported all over the world during 2017 and 2018. Hundreds of millions. Quick, hide it. This baffling data was discovered by someone on September 5th, 2020, who posted it on social media. It went viral all over the world. It's quite a pun, that actually, isn't it? <laughs> went viral about the virus. Sorry, I had to throw that one in. The next day, on September 6th, the WITS, that's the World um, Integrated Trade Solution acronym, <clears throat> The WITS suddenly changed the original label COVID-19 into the vague term medical test kits. At first, they forgot to delete one detail. The bottom of the web page still showed the product code for these medical test kits, 30215, which means COVID-19 test kits. And it's got a screenshot of the bottom of the page. A few weeks later, the HS code was also changed by the WITS to medical test kit. Their cover-up came too late. This critical information was uncovered and is being revealed by millions worldwide. You can download a PDF that shows the original data of this website. It can also be seen on the web archive. Two years before the outbreak of COVID-19, nations around the world started exporting hundreds of millions of diagnostic test instruments for... COVID-19. The argument used to deny this discovery is that the label COVID-19 was only added in 2020. That, however, doesn't hold up since the very product code for these test kits is COVID-19 test kit. It also doesn't change the fact that two years before the pandemic, suddenly virtually every nation in the world started distributing hundreds of millions of medical test kits that are specifically used for COVID-19. Even without the label COVID-19, it is extremely uncommon and strange that the entire world suddenly imported and exported literally hundreds of millions of medical test kits. What did they know? What were they preparing for? Why did the entire world explode in mass distribution of hundreds of millions of medical test kits right before the worldwide pandemic hit? Fauci guaranteed a pandemic within the next two years. In 2017, Anthony Fauci made a very strange prediction with an even stranger certainty. With complete confidence, Fauci guaranteed that during the first term of President Trump, a surprise outbreak of an infectious disease would surely happen. Here's what he said.
There is no question there is going to be a challenge for the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases. There will be a surprise outbreak. There's no doubt in anyone's mind about this. How could Fauci guarantee a surprise outbreak to happen during the first term of the Trump administration? What did he know that we don't? Bill and Melinda Gates guaranteed an imminent global pandemic. In 2018, Bill Gates publicly announced that a global pandemic was on its way that could wipe out 30 million people. He said this will probably happen during the next decade. Melinda Gates added that an engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat and also assured this would hit humanity in the coming years. Let their choice of words resound into your mind for a moment. A global pandemic is on its way. An engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat. This will happen in the next decade, said Bill and Melinda Gates. Practicing for a pandemic. Bill Gates is the world's number one vaccine dealer who has doubled his fortune of $50 billion to over $100 billion simply by dealing vaccines all over the world. He said this has been his best business investment ever. A few months before the outbreak, Bill Gates organised an event in New York City called Event 201. Guess what the event was all about? It was a coronavirus pandemic exercise. Yes, you read that right. Bill Gates organised a coronavirus pandemic exercise right before the coronavirus pandemic happened. Excitement about selling vaccines in the next year. Shortly after this exercise for a coronavirus pandemic, Bill Gates tweeted, I'm particularly excited about what the next year could mean for one of the best buys in global health, vaccines. Think about this. The world's number one vaccine dealer guarantees a global pandemic to occur in the next few years. And his wife said we should all fear an engineered virus that is on its way. Then they organise an exercise for an imminent global pandemic and say vaccines will be the only solution. Next, Bill Gates tweets how excited he is about selling vaccines in the next year. Immediately after that, the announced pandemic breaks out. And indeed, right away, Bill Gates proclaims that the only solution for humanity is to buy his vaccines. 2020 coronavirus pandemic predicted in 2013. The next bit of information is particularly interesting because it shows how much information is available for those who dare to do research. Back in 2013, a musical artist with the peculiar name of Dr. Creep wrote a rap song called Pandemic. Nothing special about that, were it not what were it not that one of his lyrics reads 2020 combined with coronavirus bodies stacking how is it possible that an unknown musician would could accurately predict a coronavirus pandemic to occur seven years later the song also predicted the riots that raged throughout america during this pandemic the state is rioting using the street outside it's coming to your windows Again, how could a shady artist know back in 2013 that in 2020 a coronavirus would sweep the earth, followed by mass rioting? His answer is interesting. I did research back in 2012 and read the so-called conspiracy theories. You know, those investigations the media doesn't want us to look into. 
According to those theories, pandemics were bound to happen in the decade of 2020 to 2030. So I wrote the song Pandemic about it. Get it? This man did research into what is commonly referred to as conspiracy theories. Stuff we are programmed to disregard as nonsense. But apparently those investigations aren't always so stupid after all, since they accurately predicted that exactly in 2020 this pandemic and the riots would happen. What else can be discovered when we start doing research? Keep reading to learn more. Get ready for a global coronavirus pandemic. In September 2019, also right before the outbreak, the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board released a report titled A World at Risk. It stressed the need to be, pre to be prepared for a coronavirus outbreak. On the cover of the report is the picture of a coronavirus and people wearing face masks. In the report, we read the following interesting paragraph. The United Nations, including WHO, World Health Organization, conducts at least two system-wide training and simulation exercises, including one for covering the deliberate release of a lethal respiratory pathogen. Did you catch that? Outbreak from China announced. And there's a video here. I'll continue reading. In 2018, the Institute for Disease Modelling made a video, I think that refers to the one above, in which they show a flu virus, which is a coronavirus, originating in China from the area of Wuhan and spreading all over the world, killing millions. They called it a simulation for a global flu pandemic. That is exactly what happened two years later. Virus from Wuhan. How could they know there would be a global coronavirus pandemic that would start in the area of Wuhan, China? How could they predict it so accurately right before it happened? Was this coronavirus engineered? And there's an image of a, a biotech lab. Where did the virus come from? One of the world's leading experts in bioweapons is Dr. Francis Boyle. He is convinced it originated from a bioweapon lab in Wuhan, the Biosafety Lab, Level 4. This facility is specialised in the development of coronaviruses. They take existing viruses and weaponize them, meaning they make them far more dangerous to be used as a biological weapon. In the following two-minute video clip, you see a spokesperson for the Trump administration bioweapon expert Dr. Francis Boyle and President Trump talk about how this virus came from the lab in Wuhan. Now comes the interesting part. In 2015, Anthony Fauci gave this very lab $3.7 million. Figure this, the same man who guaranteed a surprise outbreak of a virus in the next two years gave almost $4 million to a lab that develops coronaviruses. In the short clip below, you can see a journalist ask President Trump about this grant given by Fauci to the Wuhan lab. And it continues, several movies predicted the coronavirus pandemic. Predictive programming is the process of informing the population about events that are soon to occur. The past year's several movies and television series were produced about a global coronavirus pandemic. The film Dead Plague depicts a global pandemic with a coronavirus and even mentions hydroxychloroquine as the cure. 
Another film called Contagion shows how a coronavirus spreads globally with social distancing, face masks, lockdowns, washing of hands, etc. as a result. Literally everything we see now is predicted in detail in these movies. Comic book from European Union visualised global pandemic. It's called Infected. In 2012, a strange comic book was produced by the European Union for distribution among their employees only. The title of the comic is Infected and it shows a new virus originating in a Chinese lab and spreading across the world. The solution for this pandemic is outlined in the comic book. Globalists enforce one global health plan. This means no more medical freedom, but medical tyranny by globalist entities. That is the message of this comic book, published to the employees of the European Union. One of the quotes of the comic book reads, The safety measures that followed made our existence totally unbearable. Pandemic depicted during Olympic Summer Games in 2012. During the opening show of the Summer Olympics in 2012, a coronavirus pandemic was played out for the eyes of the entire world. Dozens of hospital beds, large numbers of nurses becoming puppets of a controlling system, death lurking about, a demonic giant rising up over the world, and the whole theatre was lit up in such a way that seen from the sky, it looked like a coronavirus. Why did the Olympic Games show a coronavirus pandemic in their opening show? Worldwide lockdown predicted in 2008. The author and investigator Robin de Ruta predicted in 2008 that, would, that there would come a global lockdown. He said the purpose of this would sorry the purpose of this would be to create a new world of authoritarian control because much of what he wrote back in 2008 is now happening right in front of our eyes, this book has been republished. And the book's called Corona Crisis. Journalists predicted planned pandemic. In 2014, the investigative journalist Harry Vox predicted a planned global pandemic and said why the ruling class would do such thing. They will stop at nothing to complete their toolkit of control. One of the things that have been missing from their toolkit is quarantines and curfews. The plan is to get hundreds of thousands of people infected with it and create the next phase of control. Scenario for the future describes global pandemic. This renowned researcher refers to a famous document by the Rockefeller Foundation in which everything we see happening now is literally predicted in great detail. The global pandemic, the lockdowns, the collapse of the economy and the imposing of authoritarian control. It's all described with terrifying accuracy, 10 years before it happened. The document is titled Scenario for the Future of Technology and International Development. That says it all. A scenario for the future. It has a chapter called Lockstep in which a global pandemic is reported as if it happened in the past but which is clearly intended as a rehearsal for the future. The 2020 pandemic is described in horrifying detail in the scenario for the future by the Rockefeller Foundation, written in 2010. The scenario for the future continues with comparing two different responses to their predicted pandemic. The USA only strongly discouraged people from flying, while China enforced mandatory quarantine for all citizens. 
The first response is accused of spreading the virus even more, while the imposing of a suffocating lockdown is praised. Then it goes on to describe the implementation of totalitarian control. During the pandemic, national leaders around the world flexed their authority and imposed airtight rules and restrictions. From the mandatory wearing of face masks to body temperature checks at the entries to communal spaces like train stations and supermarkets. Clearly, the flexing of authority is the desired response, but it gets worse according to this scenario of the future. Even after the pandemic faded, this more authoritarian control and oversight of citizens and their activities stuck and even intensified. In developed countries, this heightened oversight took many forms. Biometric IDs for all citizens, for example, and tighter regulation of key industries whose stability was deemed vital to national interests. According to the Rockefeller Foundation, a global pandemic must result in increased control where people gladly surrender their freedom in order to feel safe again. Handbook for Global Control Now that the announced pandemic is indeed here, the same Rockefeller Foundation came forward with Step 2, a handbook on how to implement new control systems during this pandemic. Only when all the required control networks are in place can the world open up again. When you combine the two Rockefeller documents, you see the plan. 1. First they announce a global pandemic with a coronavirus and say what it should lead to, a whole new level of authoritarian control. 2. Secondly, they give practical steps on how to apply this control system. And there's illustrations and quotes from the guide included here. Digital apps and privacy protected tracking software should be widely used to enable more complete contact tracking. In order to fully control the COVID-19 epidemic, we need to test the majority of the population on a weekly basis. According to their scenario of the future, the entire world population should get a digital ID that indicates who has received all the vaccines. Without sufficient vaccinations, access to schools, concerts, churches, public transport, etc. will be denied. Now, in 2020, that is exactly what Bill Gates and many governments are calling for. Everyone's contacts must be checked. In a leaked government video, we see a conversation between former American President Bill Clinton and Andrew Cuomo, the governor of the state of New York. They discuss how to set up a large control system to test the entire population and check all their contacts. They discuss how to build an army to carry out this control system. Hundreds and hundreds of control agents must be appointed. They test everyone and then check all their contacts. This has never been done before on this scale. This is an army of interrogators who will check everyone's contacts. That was a quote from Andrew Cuomo. A whole new level of global control. Bill Gates also made it clear that only people who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 should be allowed to travel, go to school, attend meetings and work. Digital vaccine IDs are already being developed and Gates has a patent on the technology that makes it possible to trace an individual's body anywhere. This technology is called W02020, interestingly, 2020 in there, 
dash 060606 and people have said yeah 666 mark of the devil anyway in addition gates wants to set up a global monitoring network which will track everyone who came into contact with covid19 connecting your body to artificial intelligence big tech and big pharma want to connect all of us to global networks that can surveil us 24 7 and decide whether we can move freely or not. With that in mind, one particular invention from 2015 becomes intriguing. In 2015, Richard Rothschild... We've got Rothschilds and Rockefellers. What else do you need to know? (laughs) Richard Rothschild invented a method for testing for COVID-19. The method consists of sending our personal health information to the cloud, which is controlled by big tech. And it's got a screenshot of this patent application. And the provisional application was filed on October 13th, 2015. And it's system and method for testing for COVID-19. Richard Rothschild is not a medical profession, but a lawyer. Why does a lawyer want to create a method to detect viruses? We find the answer by looking at his other invention. He developed a system where people are being filmed to collect detailed information about their face, bodies, movements, etc. This video data is then combined with other personal information and sent to the cloud, where it is connected to artificial intelligence. If all our personal medical data is in the cloud, it can be used by the authorities to surveil and control us. The plan, inject mankind with DNA-altering vaccine. The famous investigative journalist Anthony Patch did years of research concerning the plans to control the world by means of created pandemics and mandatory vaccines. During an interview in 2014, this researcher predicted the following. They will release a man-made coronavirus. As a result, the people will demand a vaccine to protect them. This vaccine will add a third strain of DNA to a person's body essentially making them a hybrid. Once a person is injected, almost immediately their DNA undergoes a transformation. This genetic change will cause people to lose the ability to think for themselves, without them even being aware this happened. Thus, they can be controlled easier to become slaves for the elite. Of course, that sounds insane, and it is insane indeed. Yet we have to be aware that this professional investigator is no fool, He has done years of research, and this is what he discovered over the years. We must be careful not to reject sound knowledge based on years of research, simply because of our own lack of insight in these topics. 20 years of research say the vaccine will change our DNA. Dr. Carrie Maddy directed two clinics in Georgia and studied DNA and vaccines for the past 20 years. She made an urgent video in which she warns that there is a plan to inject humanity with very dangerous vaccines for COVID-19. The purpose of these new vaccines will be twofold. One, reprogram our DNA and make us hybrids that are easier to control. Two, connect us to artificial intelligence through a digital vaccine ID, which will also open a whole new realm of control. The medical expert says she has observed multiple times how diseases were spread over populations by aircraft. Because of safety reasons, she's not able to share more details about this in public, and she's obviously referring to chemtrails. 
and there's a, a document um a video underneath it says watch this critical documentary about the dangers of the coming vaccines and it's titled warning for humanity covid19 vaccine depopulate the earth by means of organized epidemics dr john coleman was an intelligence officer from the cia who wrote a book titled the committee of 300 in it he explains how secret societies manipulate governments healthcare, food industries, the media, and so on. This book can be found on the website of the CIA. One of the primary goals of the many secret societies that control governments and the media is to depopulate the earth. Dr. Coleman says the following about their strategy. At least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars and organised epidemics of fatal rapid-acting diseases. Dr. John Coleman, CIA intelligence officer. Maintain humanity under 500 million. In 1980, a granite monument was erected in Georgia called the Guidestones. A set of 10 guidelines is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages and a shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts. The first guideline goes as follows. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. The CIA officer, Dr. Coleman, revealed that one of their methods to maintain humanity is to cause organised epidemics of fatal, rapid-acting diseases. Using vaccines to reduce humanity. During a TED talk, Bill Gates echoed this goal when he literally said that new vaccines can be used to reduce the world's population by 10 to 15 percent. There are now 6.7 billion people on earth and soon there will be 9 billion. However, we can reduce that number by 10 to 15 percent if we do a good job with new vaccines, health care and birth control. COVID-19 vaccine for population control. Mike Adams is a published food scientist, author of the popular science book Food Forensics and founder of ISO-accredited CWC Labs. Years ago, he said the following. An engineered bioweapon will be released in population centres. There will be calls for massive government funding for the vaccine industry to come up with a vaccine. Miraculously, they will have a vaccine developed in record time. Everyone will be required to line up and take this vaccine shot. There is indeed a release of an engineered bioweapon followed by a vaccine mandate, massive government funding for the vaccine industry and a vaccine that is being developed in record time. The rest of his message is that this vaccine will slowly begin to kill millions, if not billions of people, over the course of a few years. It will be a kill switch vaccine designed to reduce the world's population. Summary. Was the pandemic planned? Thousands of medical doctors around the world call the pandemic a global crime, a world dictatorship with a sanitary excuse. The years before COVID-19, the whole world suddenly started distributing hundreds of millions of PCR test kits for COVID-19. In 2013, a researcher predicted a global pandemic with a coronavirus to occur in 2020. He knew this because of personal investigation of so-called conspiracy theories. In 2017, Anthony Fauci guaranteed a surprise outbreak of an infectious disease during the first term of the Trump administration. 
Right before the global coronavirus pandemic, Bill Gates organised a global coronavirus pandemic exercise, Event 201. Also shortly before the outbreak, the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board told the world to be ready for a coronavirus pandemic. In 2018, the Institute for Disease Modelling announced a global pandemic with a flu virus originating in China in the area of Wuhan. In 2018, Bill and Melinda Gates announced that in the coming years there will be a global pandemic of an engineered virus. The coronavirus SARS-CoV-2 may have been created in the biosafety lab level 4 in Wuhan, which received millions of dollars from Anthony Fauci. Several movies depicted the coronavirus pandemic with great detail and even mentioned hydroxychloroquine as the cure. A comic book produced by the European Union depicts a virus spreading worldwide. The crisis is solved by implementing totalitarian medical tyranny. The Summer Olympics in 2012 played a pandemic of a coronavirus during their opening show. I mean, that was really weird. Why on earth would you do that at the beginning of the Olympics? The investigative journalist Harry Vox predicted in 2014 that a global pandemic would be caused so the ruling class could implement a higher level of authoritarian control. The investigative journalist Anthony Patch predicted a global pandemic with a man-made virus that would be used to force a DNA-altering vaccine on humanity. Dr Karim Madej studied DNA and vaccines for decades and says the plan is to use the COVID-19 vaccine to start the process of transhumanism, reprogramming the, the human DNA. The CIA officer Dr John Coleman studied secret societies and says their goal is to depopulate the earth by means of organised pandemics of fatal rapid-acting diseases. In the state of Georgia, a huge monument was erected in 1980 with 10 guidelines for humanity in eight languages. The first of these 10 commandments is that humanity needs to be reduced to half a billion people. Bill Gates said during a TED talk that new vaccines can be used to reduce the world's population by 10 to 15 percent. The health ranger Mike Adams predicted years ago what we see happening now. The release of an engineered bioweapon followed by a vaccine mandate, massive government funding for the vaccine industry and a vaccine that is being developed in record time. In 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation published the scenario for the future in which they describe a coming global pandemic that should result in the implementation of authoritarian control over the people, which will then intensify after the pandemic. In 2020, the Rockefeller Foundation publishes a handbook on how to create this world of control with a step-by-step guide. They say life cannot return back to normal until the world has become locked down with this top-down control from authoritarian governments. We indeed see that Bill Gates and many others worldwide are right away seizing control in unprecedented ways with enforcing vaccine IDs, microchips that will be implanted into people, mandating the wearing of face masks, social distancing, forced lockdowns, extreme contact tracing and so on. Part of this top-down control is extreme censoring of every single voice from doctors, scientists or other experts who criticise what is going on. All predictions were done shortly before it happened. Note that every single prediction of this pandemic was announced a few years or even months before it happened. 
The fact that such a historically unique event was predicted in great detail by movies, shows, investigators, medical doctors, those who finance labs that develop these viruses, those who earn billions from these pandemics, those who want to create a whole new level of control in our world, etc., shows it was planned. Are there signs that the pandemic is being manipulated? So far, we've looked at indications that the pandemic was planned beforehand. If it is indeed orchestrated, then that should also be obvious during the pandemic. A planned pandemic is also a controlled pandemic. Do we indeed observe that the pandemic is being manipulated? Absolutely. The other posts on StopWorldControl.com, which is where this is um, published, reveal how literally every medical, scientific, governmental, educational and journalistic voice that differs from the media propaganda is aggressively censored. Never before in the history of humanity was there such a global censorship of medical doctors and respected scientists around the world. Besides that, there is an unprecedented display of worldwide fraud with COVID numbers. Literally every bit of information about COVID-19 is false. Medical personnel around the world have admitted that they are heavily pressured to register every single patient as a COVID patient and every death, no matter the cause, as a COVID death. You can see the evidence for this outrageous claim in this shocking expose of the greatest fraud in the history of the world. Who is behind the plan to control the world? We've been talking about a group of people who are called globalists. So who are these globalists anyway? They are wealthy, influential people around the world who plan to create one global government. This will enable them to control every human being on the planet. Their strategy is to dominate every area of our societies, healthcare, food industries, media, governments, religion, everything. Total world domination has been a diabolical desire of the many powerful leaders throughout world history. Just think of the notorious world empires of Rome, Great Britain, the Persians, the Russians and so on. This perverse passion hasn't left the corrupt hearts of humanity, but the means to achieve this goal have changed. Instead of invading nations with tanks and bazookas, they now enslave humanity using the force of fear. Once they can create enough panic, they can present the solution. This solution, however, means removing our freedom and submitting us to their control. Many players in globalism are the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the European Union, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, and especially the many private banks that basically control the world already. These visible entities are, however, just a facade to hide the true powers which are the many secret societies, Many of these globalists recently gathered in a small town called Davos in Switzerland where they expressed how the pandemic will be used to deploy their plans. Here are some of the statements they made. Now is the historic moment in time not only to fight the virus but to shape the system. The pandemic represents a window of opportunity to reset our world. The world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies from educational to social contacts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum. 
The World Economic Forum created a spinning wheel with all their objectives. On it, we can see the following three projects. COVID-19 followed by global governance and internet governance. COVID-19 is a critical project that paves the way for the next step. Global governance. In the near future, they plan to create complete censorship of the internet. Internet governance. Nobody wants these organisations. Not a single human on the earth has voted for these organisations to even exist, let alone take full control of our lives, families, communities, jobs, health, industries, etc. Yet they present themselves as our world leaders who are planning our entire future. The World Health Organisation positioned itself as the boss over our health without any one of us having chosen them. They apply a tyranny in mainstream media and social media where no expression of medical or scientific expertise is allowed unless, unless it is in line with the guidelines of this world organisation. Tens of thousands of medical doctors and scientists have been censored all over the world by Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Why? Because these social media giants state that only what the World Health Organisation says is true. That is a clear example of world tyranny by the globalists. They install their own world institutions that have zero authority over any one of us, but simply because they call themselves world leaders, they assume authority over all humanity. Mankind as a whole must submit to the World Health Organization without ever asking our opinion or even consulting with other medical experts. In fact, every medical expert speaking out against their decisions is censored. This means complete loss of medical freedom, loss of freedom of speech, loss of true science, loss of true journalism and an imposing of dictatorships by organisations that nobody voted for, led by individuals nobody wanted, and yet they simply seize ownership of our world. They are the big, fat, mean bully on the playground that plays boss over everyone. World Health Organisation is run by a terrorist. The head of the World Health Organisation was a member of a violent revolutionary communist party in Ethiopia, Tigray People's Liberation Front. The Department of Homeland Security clearly states the TPLF qualifies as a Tier 3 terrorist organisation on the basis of its violent activities. Let this get through to you. The man directing the World Health Organisation is literally a communist terrorist who has been involved in imposing communism on Ethiopia. That same man is now bullying the entire world, telling all of us what we can and cannot do, censoring every medical professional who has a different opinion, demanding blind obedience from all of humanity, while imposing mandates to be vaccinated by their number one financial sponsor, Bill Gates. Is this the world you want to live in from now on? More and more pandemics until mankind submits. These globalists even threaten humanity with more suffering if we don't submit to their total control. Prince Charles recently joined the globalists and publicly stated there will be more and more pandemics if we don't do the Great Reset now. Bill Gates already calls this pandemic one and is talking about pandemic two and three. The investigator who back in 2013 predicted a coronavirus pandemic to occur in 2020 followed by riots, said the plan is to create a series of pandemics during 2020 to 2030. This decade is the selected time frame to turn the world into one big prison. 
Globalists are planning to cause as many pandemics as needed in order to break the backbone of humanity until everybody submits to their global control. Mandating vaccines are key to their plan because the vaccines will connect us to global control systems. Only the vaccinated will be able to move freely. Are you beginning to understand why more than 700 medical doctors from Germany, 600 doctors from Spain, thousands of medical experts from the USA and many more all over the world are calling this pandemic a global crime? Leaders of Catholic Church will warn humanity. An archbishop and several cardinals of the Roman Catholic Church wrote a letter to humanity to warn us for global tyranny under the guise of COVID-19. This is an excerpt of this historic message which was translated in many languages and sent to leaders all over the world. We have reason to believe on the basis of official data on the incidence of the epidemic as related to the number of deaths that there are powers interested in creating panic among the world's population with the sole aim of permanently imposing unacceptable forms of restriction on freedoms, of controlling people and of tracking their movements. The imposition of these illiberal measures is a disturbing prelude to the realisation of a world government beyond all control. Is there hope? What can we do? Is there any hope for our future or are we surrendered to the merciless hands of these wicked mega-billionaires who want to depopulate the earth and seize total control over humanity? Yes, there is hope. The future is brighter than we can even imagine. This is not a doom and gloom scenario, but a wake-up call for humanity to stop blindly believing the mafia media and perverse politicians and rise up as one for a future of freedom. I invite you to join a unique and historic movement of global freedom fighters who will lead humanity into a new era of hope, restoration and more freedom than we have ever known. So there we have it. That's an excellent roundup of everything that... um, has happened and uh, all the things that predicted that this was actually a, a pandemic. So there we go. And it's interesting because, you know, we're seeing people line up for vaccines and celebrating when they've got vaccines and um, not realising what that vaccine is going to do to their body. And we've already had 100 cases of COVID in fully vaccinated people in Washington state, which highlights the fact that it doesn't uh, protect you from COVID. Um, We've got vaccine passports being pushed. Uh, DeSantis, who's the uh, governor of Florida, is already pushing back with uh, executive order, I believe it is, against mandatory vaccines and vaccine passports. So, and of course, we know that Donald Trump actually withdrew us from World Health Organization, which is obviously implicit or complicit, I should say, in all of this. So we can now see why they were so desperate to get rid of him because he was really blocking their nefarious plans for the whole of humanity. So I'm going to move on now. It's, this has taken longer than I expected to go through all that. So I don't have a lot of time for the other things I want to cover. So I'll quickly just go through them. We had an incident um, yesterday, which was Good Friday, of course, And this was at the Capitol, and it was um, a driver who rammed the barriers and and actually ran into uh, two, I think it was, Capitol Police officers. So let me just read from Gateway Pundit. Capitol Police officer killed by follower of Nation of Islam, identified as William Billy Evans. 
Capitol Police officer killed by Noah Green, a follower of Nation of Islam, was identified Friday afternoon as William Billy Evans, an 18-year veteran who was with the department's first responders unit. The US Capitol is under a lockdown after a car crashed into a security barrier near the building located on Constitution Avenue. The driver, 25-year-old Noah Green, rammed the barrier on Senate side and exited the vehicle armed with a large blade. The Capitol Police engaged Green and shot him dead. Unfortunately, Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans passed away. According to the Associated Press, Green stabbed one of the police officers. Two law enforcement officials told the Associated Press that the suspect stabbed one of the officers. The officials spoke to AP, were not authorised to publicly discuss the pending investigation and spoke on condition of anonymity. I just ask that the public continue to keep US Capitol Police and their families in your prayers, Pittman said. This has been an extremely difficult time for US Capitol Police after the events of January 6th and now the events that have occurred here today. Via a press release from acting US Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman, it is with profound sadness that I share the news of the passing of Officer William Billy Evans this afternoon from injuries he sustained following attack at the North Barricade by a lone assailant. Officer Evans had been a member of the United States Capitol Police for 18 years. He began his USCP service on March 7, 2003 and was a member of the Capitol Division's First Responders Unit. Please keep Officer Evans and his family in your thoughts and prayers. Now, why do we say um, that this could potentially be a false flag? Well, we know that the... Uh, the outer fence around the capital has been taken down. Is this a reason to, you know, put that fence back up again? The other thing is there's footage out there showing, the and, and they keep calling him the suspect. How can he be a suspect when he was the one driving the car? Surely he's the perpetrator, not a suspect. The, the, the language is weird. Anyway, he was filmed on a, on a stretcher or a gurney with um, the EMT people, um, one of one of whom was looking like he was forming CPR one-handed while he and his colleague were pushing the gurney towards the back of the ambulance. And the other weird thing was um, Noah, the perpetrator, had his right arm hanging off the side of the gurney and his right leg hanging off the side of the gurney i mean when have you ever seen that with you know somebody who's been what turned out to be fatally shot wouldn't you make sure he was actually securely on the gurney before you start wheeling him off to the ambulance it, it just looked completely weird and of course you know the twitter feeds filled up with uh leftists talking about oh it must be a white trump supporter and of course it turns out that the guy is is black so <clears throat> that was another dent in the uh, propaganda to say that it's always done by right-wing white supremacist so we'll have to wait and see what happens with this but it just is very suspect to me I just want to cover as well states fighting back. Now, the interesting thing that we're seeing is that because of all these executive orders that Biden signed, which are 
very much overreaching what the what the federal government can uh, dictate to the states. The states are now fighting back, and we're seeing it in terms of the fight back against um, the election fraud, in terms of strengthening the laws to insist on voter ID and so on. We're also seeing it uh, fighting back against, you know, things like the mask mandates, the vaccination that I mentioned earlier. We're seeing it coming out of Texas. We're seeing it out of Florida. And it's really, I think, bringing to people's notice that really the, the current government or the current administration is trying to take away the rights of the states under the constitution so it really is waking people up to this you know overreach that is happening and there are many lawsuits actually challenging a lot of the executive orders that were signed like you know the the ban stopping the deportation of the illegal immigrants and so on so it's really good to see these strong governors like DeSantis and like Governor Abbott in Texas actually stand up to this dictatorial regime which we're seeing play out and again I have no doubt it's it's being done really to wake people up although I still see these sickening <laughs> comments on Twitter feeds about how wonderful the Bidens are and I'm just thinking oh my god where are you looking you know what are you, how brainwashed must you be to think that these two people are so wonderful. And on the subject of Joe Biden, uh, only 4,300 people tuned in to watch Biden speak on the infrastructure bill. And YouTube is now removing all the downvotes from the YouTube channel of the White House and others, I believe. They, they say they're experimenting with a new layout to remove downvotes. And obviously it's being done to protect Joe Biden because the number of downvotes um, outnumbers the number of upvotes in, in the thousands. Um, and of course we know that they've already blocked comments on any of the White House videos. The other thing that's very encouraging from the states is they're actually um, moving forward with investigations into the voting irregularities. We've got investigations moving forward in Arizona. They've now selected uh, an independent audit team to go in and audit Maricopa County. And the, the county election board, when they heard this, held an emergency meeting. Again, I think it was yesterday. And because, you know, they're, they've been fighting the subpoenas to hand over the, the ballots and so on. Why are they so afraid of this investigation, this audit going forward? Well, you can kind of draw your own conclusions. We've already had irregularities found in Montana. And, of course, Georgia and Texas have both gone, gone ahead with these uh, voter ID laws, which is interesting to see all these so-called woke corporations have been firing back and um, now have a growing list of corporations to boycott. Delta Airlines is one of them, American Airlines. We've also had Apple, Coca-Cola and many others that have been, um, you know, making statements about the 
requirement for voter ID is racist, it's suppressing voters. Uh, so it makes you ask, why are these um, corporations so keen on uh, keeping the voter fraud continuing? And of course, we've got the HR1 bill that the Democrats have been pushing through, which is making the laws even even laxer than they already have been. But I think what's happening is now that we've got Arizona and auditing Maricopa County, hopefully that will then fully expose the, the extent of the election fraud. And that will kind of open the floodgates for other states to go ahead and do a proper independent audit. I mean, Georgia, we know, had horrendous voter fraud with these ballots being wheeled in at, you know, four in the morning and so on. So hopefully that will then start the floodgates to open of all the other um, swing states that were critical in terms of the electoral college votes, that they will follow suit and dig deep into what really happened in November last year. Just a quick mention about the Evergreen uh, incident. Uh, it's actually refloated and was moved to Bitter Lake, which is further north up the Suez Canal. And <clears throat> some of the Anons were tracking the marine uh, movements um, on, on the marine monitoring sites and were saying that there were a fleet, there was a fleet of ships, all with cranes, approaching Ever Given, the ship involved, from the north and the south. 17 ships in total. That includes Evergreen itself. This was on 31st of March. Um, Ever Given, for a while, was the only ship in Bitter Lake. And then these ships approaching, empty ships, and it, you know we've wondered if they're going to unload all the containers and inspect them. And I have seen a couple of reports saying that, you know, children have been rescued from these containers. There was something about the report that made me suspicious. I mean, that's what we, you know, if, if they are being used for child trafficking, we want the whole thing to be exposed. But I have a feeling that some people posing as anons are jumping on the bandwagon and, you know, picking up on the suspicions that this is all to do with child trafficking and just putting these reports together about which there's no, virtually no validation. The other strange thing, though, was that one of the aircraft carriers was approaching the um, the area ever given. So I think we're still going to wait and see how this plays out. They basically won't allow the ship to move until they've confirmed that it's fully seaworthy. So more of that to come, I think. Oh, and just one other thing. The the trail of the movement of the Ever Given ship, Anon's noted it actually looked like a, a letter Q. So <laughs> there's all sorts of things being kind of tied together. And that the, when it was blocking the canal... Um, it was at a 45 degree angle. Of course, Trump is uh, president number 45. So lots of stuff coming out about that. The other thing that's interesting is that the whole crew of the Ever Given ship have been arrested and they're an Indian crew. And apparently they've refused to cooperate in terms of handing over the black box, which would uh, provide information about how this ship, this huge ship, got stuck in the 
Suez Canal in the first place. And last week I did share a theory that the navigation system had been hacked and that was how the the White Hats got control of it and rammed it into the, the side of the canal. So anyway, we'll have to see what happens with that. So that's all I have time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Who knows what will be on the cards to be reported. I don't know. Each week seems to get stranger and stranger, but there you go. And, of course, I'd like to thank Nancy for producing. Just as a quick reminder, you can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, thewebalchemist.net, and Empowered Manifestation. So, stay well, be safe, and bye for now. You have been listening to The Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Shaw. A production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper.